Nature has a way sometimes of reminding man of just how small he is. She occasionally throws up the terrible offsprings of our pride and carelessness to remind us of how puny we really are in the face of a tornado, an earthquake, or a Godzilla. Like you invented a cryptocurrency for sure. I'm working on something. I think that's, I think that's <laughs> Jordan specific. Bucks? That specific color of hair dye. I was just watching this like mini documentary mm-hmm. about why like um, house cleaners are that color. And what's funny huh. is initially it was made that color because prior to like the 1960s, human beings were repulsed by it as something that did not occur in nature, so they knew Whoa. not to drink it. Whoa. And then no one can quite pinpoint when Ooh, uh, I can children's drinks <laughs> started to be that color. Ooh, it was the '90s. They got us on this color. They got us on this electric blue. And I love it. When we were like, I remember there was a point in the 1990s where candy was just ooze that we were sucking out of tubes. Oh man, Literally. they really denigrated candy to like yeah. truly Goblins. just being paste or goop or slop. <laughs> it had no form, and it came in like. A sack, and they're so. like, "Drink the goo sack <laughs> on your skateboard." And you're like, all, "What?" All artifice had fallen. They were yeah, just like, sure. yeah. "Lick the slop." Yeah, yeah. Blue blue raspberry. It was the year blue. They found blue raspberry in that meteor. <laughs> you can eat it off the floor. <laughs> Scientists develop like? deadly new flavor. Um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Fight Island, the podcast about fictional fights in the very real island where they take place. My name is Jordan Dahl. I'm Sam Wiles. And joining us today is a very hilarious host of Scary Stories to Tell on the Pod, Andrew Farmer. Hey, everybody. thanks so much for having me, fellas. Hey, thanks for coming. Thanks for being here. We've been trying to get you on the island, uh, <laughs> but welcome. I hope the, I'm thrilled I hope to the be Fight here. Island uh, landing crew wasn't too rough with you. They like to tussle people <laughs> around. Yeah, I got to I mean, there's some black and blue, weirdly just on the back of my neck. I don't mm-hmm. know how to localize that specifically, but... <laughs> The pilot from the Fight Island Airlines comes and claps his fist on the back of your shoulder. <laughs> no, the complimentary the complimentary neck pillow is two hands that choke you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's exactly it. <laughs> so, uh, Andrew, you're you're a fellow monsterman. I've I've been known to uh, lurk in the the scary places of the world. I myself have a bit of a podcast that I'm not supposed to talk about, but it's uh it's called Werewolf Radar. Um, What's so that, today- Jordan? Nothing, nothing. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> today we're go- we're going to be fighting movie monsters, and it's a it's a broad category. All all monsters from all movies are welcome. I think uh, I think it would be fun if we tried to keep because we don't often do this, but we usually do a light, middle, and heavyweight in terms of kind of cultural significance. Yeah. Uh, like like that's kind of the he- the weight classes. I think this time it would be fun to do it. Uh, in terms of sheer weight, we tried to mash, match literally up weight. like oh, a, a lightweight monster fight, a middleweight monster fight, and a heavyweight monster fight. How do you yes. guys feel about that? This okay. makes sense. Yeah, to me, yeah. I've got right. I've got some some questions for you the one some... I was I was going to throw out initially. Okay, you got some locked and loaded. Okay, lit- well, literally weight class will be an issue here. Okay, is it a ghost? Is this a spectral ghost? Because I'm going to question its veracity as a monster in general. 
my favorite movie monster, <laughs> the monster from the thing. Oh, oh. yeah. Hey. I guess I guess a lot of shape changing mon like like the blob or the thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Infection I, monsters. Yeah, that's tough. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go ahead and say middleweight. Yeah. in both For form sure. and function. Sure. It's capable of weighing a lot. Sure. <laughs> like got, I think that might be like what it can weigh is something. Yeah. If it got into like a whale or like a, <laughs> like a football team or something. It'd be so funny if it had got into a whale and a football team and they fought. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the God. Sunday Cronenberg. whale versus football team. <laughs> Cronenberg, how long have you been awake, man? <laughs> I don't know. It was the best draft I had. Um yeah, okay. What so who are some lightweight ass monsters? <laughs> like that sounded more insulting than I meant. Yeah. But I mean, or a, a lightweight ass monster. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think I think when we're talking lightweight, we're often talking about monsters that come in packs, like your gremlins, mm. um mm. like your critters. Interesting. Uh, I love gremlins as a lightweight movie monster. I love I love a gremlins v critters. Lightweight yeah. card. That's do you, incredible. Do you guys know a lot about the Critters verse? I have nothing. No. I got nothing on Critters. <laughs> I, know, I know a little bit. Truly, I just I watched the Gremlins. Both of yeah, them. Yeah, it's it's truly just uh, the VHS boxes side by side by side <laughs> to each other. And I think, but I think I could kind of gather what the issue like. <laughs> the first ones were just normal Critters. Second one, I think the Critters form a big ball. A big ball. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. They and have then ball I, form. Right. And then I forget what the third one was. They definitely go to space at some point. At some point, the critters get funded and they get a fully, they build a spacecraft and they somehow they put together a space program and they get back out there. What God, those critters. Uh, happened with those? <laughs> Why was there more than one? I can tell Who you right. Who was watching it? I can tell you right now. Well, I think it was a, a big Roger Corman situation where he okay. was just like, oh, yeah. movies, movies, movies. <laughs> uh, there's one. Make it. Make it again, yeah. but yeah. bigger. You, you saw that um, Gremlins picture. Now we got to make our own picture. A, a tiny though. monster picture. Well, there was kind of a, there was kind of a, 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 a forgive me, a Gremissance after the <laughs> yeah. Gremlins. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Happened. And there was your ghoulies. There was your critters. Sure. Oh, yeah. Garbage pail kids. The yeah, I would, I would put that in that category. <laughs> I think it is. I think it is low key in that category. To a I lesser think, extent, there was one called Hobgoblins. <laughs> what? Hobgoblins what was that? Is legitimately my favorite mystery science theater. Ever. It's a really good one. It's I, what what's such a twist about Hobgoblins is you think they can make your fantasies come true, yeah. but usually the fantasy ends with like you falling off a building and then you die. Almost always, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, oh well, this is clearly a, a magic thing. These are magical creatures, yeah. but not so. They are aliens. They're, they're aliens. Yeah, they've yeah, been yeah. held in a in yeah, a yeah, yeah. St- in a storage container. They're magical aliens, it's implied, which is the <laughs> definition of fucking double mumbo jumbo, you know, <laughs> where they're like, and ninjas, why not? Get off I, of the I, I love, I We're love done when with it's this like, movie. I love when it's clearly like a 60-year-old man who just wants to make his kids like hang out with him one weekend a month. And he's <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know, what's true. all the shit they say? Uh, yeah. roller skating ninjas from hell that are aliens <laughs> with <or> magic. Whatever, <laughs> I don't, I'm going to go do coke. Sure. Um, I I do like the idea of kind of your swarm monsters on this card, but I, I, so I love critters or, I mean, gremlins are the heavyweights of this lightweight situation, right? right? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, They're they're the one to to do, I think. I think we got to do gremlins versus someone. So who, who do you think would be a good match for gremlins? Let's say 
the core gremlins group the right. the mohawk one the yep. googly eyes Striped. one yeah yes yeah. stripe and, and then the one who kind of looks like a mobster the sort of implication is that he's italian <laughs> yeah. i think like yeah. i think he has a mole yeah. and he's yeah, always scowling Oh, yeah. he looks like that very specific like character actor whose name well, I can't remember. Uh, Jerry now. Orbach. Yes, <laughs> yeah. is he looks that like, it. Yeah, he, he looks like Jerry Orbach. Like uh, well, because Gremlins one, they don't have the budget, so all the Gremlins kind of look the same except for the one with the stripe. Right. In Gremlins <laughs> yeah. two, they have like, yeah, weird human faces. <laughs> yeah, it's way and one worse. of them was Fraser. One of them was Kel- Kelsey Grammer. Oh, I think was it Kelsey Grammer? I think it was Tony Randall. What Tony Randall right. gives that You're monologue right. that rules from the odd cut uh, from the That's odd couple so much TV better. Series. That's yeah. so funny. They were really pushing that Frasier vibe on him, though, for sure. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. They knew exactly. Uh, Kelsey Grammer was the first person they went to, and he was like, Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then they were like, oh, Okay, Tony, yeah, kids like Tony too, right? <laughs> Big fans of Tony. Well, I, don't, I don't know if kids like <laughs> Frasier either, but yeah, get him in there. <laughs> um, Tony okay, Randall, so, a poor man's Frasier. So Tony oh. Randall versus the Gremlins? You guys like no. <laughs> Well, the other man. lightweight category I'm thinking of is like more just straight up human monsters like the Phantom of the Opera Ooh. or the Invisible Man. Like people who sure. don't necessarily have extra yeah. powers Love but it. have been categorized as monsters. Have, yeah. been, have been, yes, yeah. yes, have been uh, shunted into the monster yeah. Because I feel yeah, like the uh, that's a nice that's though. a nice toe dip in the Universal movie monsters. Because yeah. I think there's also two tiers of that where you're like yeah. Dracula, werewolf, Frankenstein, and then like and uh, creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, right. I guess. Hey, sure. Come yeah, on. Whatever. All right. Okay. All right. He's the name is the Gill Man, and he's the best one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the like the Hunchback, your Phantoms. Yeah. The Phantom was such a bummer look too, because he takes the mask off and it's I like, know. oh, oh, oh no. something just <laughs> happened to you. And <laughs> you know, that, oh, that's. <laughs> That's it, huh? I think his. I think maybe it's implied, like certainly not in the movie, but I think then in like the larger lore, it's kind of implied that he has like powers of illusion. Like he's um oh, he's a special mm. effects master. He's like whoa. a Mysterio uh, okay. of the monster world. Did you ever see Darkman? Love Darkman. Yeah, Darkman's a Liam bit Mason. of a lightweight phantom, even. Right. I I actually that's a good pairing. Darkman versus right? the Gremlins. That's a good possibility. Sure. Same era do you know, too. Do you know Darkman, Sam? I saw it a long time ago. He's Liam Neeson sometimes. Yeah. He's Liam yeah, yeah. Neeson. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that weird? When he wants to be. <laughs> um, do you do you put, like, I, I don't know. I'm kind of loath to do this because it feels more in the slasher genre, but, like, do you feel that Chucky or, like, killer dolls qualify as monsters? I, you know, I guess I don't. I think I do because they are, in and of themselves, inhuman. I think it is the slasher, the slasher genre, but, like, Freddy's a monster. Jason's a monster. Uh-huh. Sure, Chucky's a monster. Uh-huh. I, I yep. mean, like, uh, uh, Psycho. Who's the main one? Who's uh, the Norman guy? Bates. Norman Bates. Yeah. Not really a monster. Like, no, sci- no. society has made him a monster, but <laughs> if I, if I, if I was, if I saw him, I wouldn't be like, oh no. Yeah. It's exactly. a Norman Bates coming this way. <laughs> right. I mean, look, right. look, at that, look at that wiener. Uh, <laughs> Uh, what about the birds from the birds? Oh, <laughs> those monster birds! Wow, versus the gremlins. That's a twist. <laughs> I think like gremlins like, would just eat them. Like it would be pretty. Feel, they'd be pretty fine with it. <laughs> I mean, you would have thought the same thing about the birds and the birds. You thought, you know, people thought would just you eat sound. Them. You sound like the people from the birds. <laughs> <laughs> Not the first time that's been uh, that's been leveled at me. Yeah. That's, what's, <laughs> 
<laughs> Let's just eat them, they said. Um, okay, I'm, I'm going to lock it in. For some okay. reason, my heart is pulled towards this. Uh, I like the Gremlins versus the Phantom of the Opera. Great. I think that's uh, fun. I like that. I think several gremlins equals kind of, you know, like um like a man person-sized lump of gremlins. Your core totally. gremlins. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, we we decided. And um which phantom? Are we talking p- like peak universal phantom? I mean, so this I'm I'm fascinated by this, which is that like according to the universal like materials the fan, their Phantom of the Opera is not the classic Lon Chaney one. Hmm. It's uh, the Claude Rains one, which is it's a much less scary looking Phantom. It's just like burns on his face. Yeah. Uh, he's it's it. Uh, as a kid, I was disappointed to watch it. I haven't seen it since then. So mm-hmm. I would I would vote for the Lon Chaney Phantom, which I think is the most iconic. I think so too. I think that that is when you think of like, even when I think of a monstrous phantom, that's the one that really pushed it to, (laughs) to that limit. Like, I think the ones since have tried to be like, Oh, he's a misunderstood man with an injury. And that one was like, uh, people who are different should be shunned. (laughs) And so he's the most monstrous in that one. And I I think we'd be remiss if we didn't include something with Lon Chaney. I like getting him locked in there. Totally. I think that, that feels good to me. Plus, now we get to talk about Lon Chaney Jr., who was his weird alcoholic. My, my favorite. And truly, we'll, we'll wait to talk about this for later, but I will just say right now, like, as a kid, I saw The Wolfman for the first time. I was probably five. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's a good actor. <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, Lon Chaney Jr. is it. And I, yeah. I will admit, I've seen scant few of the original like I, universal monster movies. I've seen them. I've seen snatches of them here and there. You yeah. know, I know, I know about Wolvesbane and the silver handled cane and all that. Right? Very good. <laughs> but, uh, there, I mean, there's pretty, a couple years ago, I had like a thing where every week friends would come over and we'd watch a universal monster movie and sometimes a double feature, depending on the length. Mm-hmm. And some of them really hold up really well. A bride of Frankenstein's great. The wolf. Yep, really great. That. Creature of the Black great. Lagoon is very good. Um, Frankenstein and Dracula are ju- and the mummy are just like, are just like from such a different era of filmmaking. Like they all have gravitas, but th- as movies, you're like, Oh, this is so new. Like, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. so yeah, yeah, new yeah. to doing this. We were just, me and Nicole were just talking about this the other day. We actually Googled, when did comedy get funny? <laughs> <laughs> Cause we were watching, I was, I was showing her, uh, uh, three Stooges clips while we drove because you Great. know that's what was ordered me by the the, the, the board of boyfriends and uh, and uh, she was like it's not funny it's just not funny and I was like it was it was a it was an era when seeing a guy getting blasted in the face with a beer bottle was like oh, I'd pay a nickel for that you know yeah <laughs> and uh, Co- we never really did come with an answer but by that same merit it was like when did horror get scary yeah. scary yeah here i'm uh here i think the answer is war wow <laughs> is world world war one like truly oh, that's like no. when they shifted You're into right. it it's like yeah. yeah they like had to yeah. totally people yeah, have been is. awoken to true horror in fact and this is really like uh, people who are much smarter than i have have written more extensive like books and, and essays about this but um, the universal monsters, like each of them represents a very specific reaction to World War II, Whoa. World War One, which is Whoa. like uh, Dracula is this fear of like vague European menace, mm. sure, <laughs> yeah. um, which like infects people and it like expands. And then Frankenstein is about like 
science getting ahead of what is sure. m- mm-hmm. like moral or what is right. And also a lot of the scars that Frank, that Jack Pierce did for Frankenstein, he like got from medical journals from war injuries. Yeah. Um, and then interestingly, the Wolfman is written by Kurt Siodmak, who was a Jewish refugee from, I'm not sure if it was Germany or Poland. I forget. Anyway, he yeah. wrote the script and he was like, Oh, it was entirely about, the fact that um, a nice person during the day could be a monster mm-hmm. and you just have no idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which was also just like interesting. Uh, I'm, I'm reading this book right now called Wasteland by W. Scott Poole. Have you read that one? Oh, I've heard about it. I've not read it. It's, it's it. great. It's But the the thing that I can't stop thinking of is that they uh, – zon- like so much like body horror that got popular kind of right after World War One was because in previous wars you just died. Right, and it, but in World War One, they ha- they had no. enough te- they had, had enough technology where they would keep you alive, but you like didn't have a hand, oh, and all that yeah. stuff psychologically just got sure. in everyone's bloodstream. And then they were uh, like, "Now we have to talk about this somehow, and we're going to make it." <laughs> all right, all right, a break it up, you two. Enough, enough talking about books. Break it up there. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't Books Island. <laughs> I do like the idea that it's like this is about xenophobia and this one's about the war and the gill man's about when seaweed touches your yeah. foot. <laughs> pretty much. And that's bad. <laughs> that is correct. Okay. <laughs> so the question before us is who would win in a fight between the Lon Chaney Phantom of the Opera classic mm-hmm. haunt, haunts the theater mm-hmm. um, and the gremlins, not the new batch, the original batch. Yes. The first batch. Yeah. Now let's do let's do some strengths and weaknesses here. I think I think we got to do some strengths and weaknesses on the Phantom himself. Oh yeah, for sure. Big weakness likes opera. That's not a tough guy. <laughs> True. <laughs> it's a bit of a wiener. <laughs> True. Yeah, yeah. The, he's he's not gonna he's he's gonna have some uh, some white gloves that he doesn't want to get necessarily dirty with murdering you. And when you live where you work, uh, yeah, there's just a lot of. <laughs> How do you I find a balance? Hard. Yeah, it's very hard. I would also say uh, a an issue for um, the Phantom is self consciousness and a lack sure, of totally. just a lack of self esteem. Sure. You know, he doesn't even yeah. want to be seen. You know, right. that's going to be tough. He's going right. to be you know, and honestly, you don't think about it, but come into a fight. Not that I, I'm in a lot of them, but you, you know, confidence. You know, that's yeah. going to be. He's got to have that swagger. He's got to come mm-hmm. out, and the Gremlins dripping with confidence. Oh yeah, true with confidence. Like, I mean, and they're going to you know roast him like uh, oh. Like he's on the bus or something. Just they like. are a bunch of uh, Jamie's Kennedy, I would say, filled don't, with all that energy. Don't they even do in New Batch like a Phantom of the Opera joke? Yeah, you betcha. They yeah. do. Uh, one, of, one of them gets uh, acid thrown on him and he has a mask. And then at the end, it pays off. He was the one who like cut the wires yes. that fall like when one of them dies or something. So something yeah. gets foiled. There's a lot of <laughs> two was uh, two I probably landed on me right at the age when I shouldn't have seen it. I was like t- 12. <laughs> yeah. And it was like a lot of body horror. That guy is definitely like forcibly molested by a right. gremlin lady in yes. the bathroom. But then he's like into it. And it, I'm it, like, uh, what is happening? <laughs> Am I growing up right now? And then <laughs> Tony Randall, the electricity gremlin was cool though. But yes. we're not talking about those gremlins. No, no, no. Talking about the original. Um, So yeah, I, I would say also batch. just the... Uh, another, so we're still on weaknesses for the Phantom, right? Yes. You can jump into strengths, do whatever, do do, do whatever you want. So I would say, I would say, so a, a specific weakness Mm -hmm. that he has is that he gets around via underwater, uh, under, under the Mm -hmm. opera house canals, which 
is hard because gremlins can't or gremlins multiply with water. So like Ooh. that puts them at a disadvantage also slightly. Yeah. You go down there at all. You're going to be, I mean, I don't know if the gremlins want to be multiplying, but you're risking that. Right. But I would say a strength for the, um, for the phantom is that the mm-hmm. gremlins were defeated in a movie theater. Absolutely. Yeah, and totally. I, I would even say I can see when I see this happening, the backdrop, the Street Fighter 2 backdrop of this is definitely the opera. Yeah, the gremlins absolutely. have gotten into the mm-hmm. opera. Glem- gremlins 3 encore, you yep, know? Exactly. That's good. Yeah. And I think and I think that the he has so Phantom has like mastery over this area. He knows absolutely. all the back channels. He knows Homefield, quick getaways. Um, he's, get, he's he's grabbing onto chandeliers, cutting the rope, zipping yeah. up. Trapping out of hatches. Uh-huh. He's really he's good at phantom. traps. Yeah. My God, he's the phantom. He's right. everywhere. I, uh, I mean, the, the gremlins themselves, I mean, <laughs> the grem- advantages wise, they're gremlins. They're yeah. Claws and teeth. They get a hold of you. Huge. Over. Yeah, yeah, over. yeah. You'll lose a hand or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and also, and also like. They killed people. The gremlins for sure killed people. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. They killed a bunch of people. Yeah. They loved it. <laughs> was it Harvey Keitel? No, it was that guy who looks like Harvey Keitel. Yeah, yes. Um, a, a and the, high, the high school science teacher? Yep. The, the mean old lady. The mean old um, lady. She gets the her like Shot stare. out of her house? Right. Yes, she yeah. sure does. Yeah, which always, I don't know why, I think I felt too much empathy for that old woman in that yeah. moment, which I was like, she's so mean. I know they want me to not like her, but I was like, you're terrorizing this old well, woman. Well, you know what's hard is, is she's so mean, and then she comes in the house and is like, Oh, I'm so tired from a day of being mean right. that you can now understand. It's like, no, kill her when she's mean. That's, right. That's, but yeah, no, it's like, oh, they give us just enough time to empathize. I know. Don't she's let like, us see her sad life. I know, she's yeah. like, I'm so alone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess I'll make, uh, oh, I, they only have the lean cuisine for two. I'll make, I'll make the whole thing and... Put half in the fridge. <laughs> my favorite, <laughs> my, my, my only, my then, only refuse, my only refuse in this world, my chair I love. Yeah. <laughs> Zoom. My chair, you'll never betray me, chair. <laughs> I, I would say disadvantage, weakness uh-huh. for the gremlins is easily distracted. Sunlight. Lack of discipline. Yeah. And sunlight. Yeah, Bright for sure. light. Bright light. I mean, you know, the, the, the gremlins have been defeated. The, the, I, I don't want to drag this into it, but the Phantom, it's implied that he gets away, right? Um, it depends. I feel like in the is he full on he, die, he, and I'm an he idiot. is killed. <laughs> he is killed in the Lon Chaney one for sure. I don't is know he set that a fl- he set a blaze. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's that. He, I feel like he might even just get shot. I, might I gotta be wrong say, about that. I think home turf. Uh, he's the phantom. He's got the traps. He knows the yeah. rigging. He's up. He's down. He's all around. I got to give this one to the phantom in my heart, my vote. I think the phantom would have, would we've seen, we've seen clever people best the gremlins at their, at their very mm-hmm. base level. The, the gremlins are, but beasts. Yep. And that the, the phantom is a thinking, feeling, loving man, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And he'll do whatever it takes, especially. A- a- Andrew, what's place. your vote? Yeah, I would say I would say Phantom wins it um, because I think Gremlins are unfortunately just entirely reactionary. Like they're just yeah. they just are, they like love they entertainment, right? And, and that's and that is where I think he would get them. Is I think he would yeah. he would understand that Gremlins have ingrained into them an appreciation for pop culture. They sure. want to absorb. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so it. if yeah. he could just get their attention, it. he sure. could drop mm. a chandelier on a bunch of them, and that would be solved. 
he could drop a chandelier yeah. on one of them and they would love it. They would get that it's a bone mall from, <laughs> yes. from like, from like <laughs> pop culture. They'd be laughing at that. And then the trap door would fall out getting the rest of them. And his last advantage, which I think would ultimately be the gremlins undoing is he is in an opera house with very intense lighting rigs. Mm. And if oh, he man. just gets gremlins in the right place and he points those, you know, uh, barn house, lights at the gremlins they're toast they're done yeah i think i, I also was gonna lean i i was leaning phantom anyway my last uh, argument though i guess just devil's advocate for the gremlins would be that the gremlins are defeated when like multiple people kind of come together to work against them mm-hmm. like oh, phantom has point. no one he has no, no one to be like you turn on that light while i sing or whatever like there's no right. he has no help <laughs> well That's i sing and all the gremlins love this, the number he's doing. They're singing yeah, yeah, along. Yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> oh, my God. Fra- Frasier Gremlin is going to have a <laughs> yeah, day absolutely. with that. Yeah, I would say his his arc in terms of defeating the gremlins would be that he would have to put himself out there and, like, befriend an usher or somebody. See? Who yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know what? And maybe he finds out that it's not this unrequited love that he sought after all. It's just some sort of community. And it's, like, it's maybe yeah. the other outcasts in the theater. Exactly. It's like, oh, the janitor yeah. and the usher that should have been with, The usher with the dead tooth. Or like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay, right, clean, ding, clean, ding, ding. clean sweep. Clean sweep. The Phantom takes it. Interesting. I would honestly, my heart said Gremlins. I would have said Gremlins yeah, too. Me too. At the beginning, it really, it really took a twist for all of us. I think they're savage beasts. <laughs> we all made the turn. <laughs> the island will surprise you. Okay. okay Middleweight. Uh, I want to see the thing. Monster mash mashup. I'm, I'm a thing. They? I'm a thing head. The I want to see some thing. I like the thing. thing I want. Yeah. I want to throw out another classic. Uh, what I consider the second wave of classic movie monsters. Uh, these are your Jasons, your your Chuckies, your Freddies. Uh, a lesser known one, or lesser celebrated rather, Pinhead. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. Pinhead scared the fucking heart out of me as a child. I know. Yeah, I think for me, I, I and I still have not actually seen those movies, but mm. yeah, I agree that Pinhead terrified me, and I think. It was such it's such a funny realization in terms of hearing about Pinhead now where it's like, yeah. oh, th- is this about sex? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, big time. Yeah. It sure was. The, fir- the first movie is all about like this realm of like sadomasochism <laughs> and this, yeah. wo- this woman is cheating on her husband so with like a man who, with like a skeleton made out of muscles that comes yeah. out of the box. It's <laughs> fucking bonkers. But, and, and, that, and I think it's like. It's so it's too almost too silly to be like scary now. Yeah. But if you're a kid and you don't like you can't comprehend it's... what that shit is and you're like a guy with needles in his skull. <laughs> <laughs> but right. if he likes it, I don't <laughs> There's literally nothing more frightening. I I my my main exposure to Pinhead was I remember kind of doing a similar thing like this mm. in, when I was in like second grade Catholic school of like who would beat who. And sure. someone brought up Pinhead, and someone was like, "What can Pinhead even do?" And this mm-hmm. kid said, "Pinhead can do anything." <laughs> <laughs> and that was very scary to me. I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> do anything!" <laughs> He's not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> he can give you anything you want at a terrible price. <laughs> Come solve the puzzle box, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> but I like in this pairing of the thing versus Pinhead. What I like mm-hmm. is. Pinhead, both of these creatures in a different way have a certain invulnerability that is mysterious to us. Sure. Like the sure. limitations of what they're capable of are unclear. 
you know? Sure. Interesting. Interesting. I th- you know what? Let's keep digging. I think there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of middleweights. I think the alien is a bit of a oh, middleweight. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, I think a mummy is a middleweight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Um, 1999 mummy, you know, sure. uh, definitely Brendan Fraser mummy. Yeah. Now, if we want to keep it, if we want to keep, keep it in terms of weight classes, mm-hmm. what are we talking? We're talking Frankenstein versus someone else pretty big as right. a middleweight. Because I think I, the heavyweight for monsters is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the the like classic, I think the, the classic middleweight pairing is Frankenstein versus the Wolfman. That it's like, sure. these are two strong, <laughs> superhuman mm-hmm. monsters. Okay. But like, but I, yeah. Of those two, I like the Wolfman. I want to see a Wolfman fight. I think he belongs in the middle range Mm-hmm. Um, I'm into that. Yeah, I'm I, interested in this too. I like the idea of uh, mixing up eras in this. What if we do classic Wolfman versus Brendan Fraser mummy? <laughs> I'm, I'm interested in that too. <laughs> I am interested in in cross generational Universal monster fight because like because like Benicio del Toro Wolfman. That's like a big ass terrifying yes. wolf. Yeah, I liked it. I like that. I love that movie. But it, it's it is a it is a Wolfman creature sure. that's right. like. Uh, super, you know, where like Lon Chaney Jr.'s Wolfman is a man who's a wolf. <laughs> like he's like a, he it, might. It could also be called Wolf Accountant. Like, so that's very true. It is funny. Like I the the like cover art of the VHS of Frankenstein versus the Wolfman. I had they both look so cool. Like whoever the yeah. designer was, uh-huh. they both look so cool and sleek. And in reality, their fight is that Frankenstein kind of slowly walks around a, a room while the Wolfman climbs on on like high furniture and jumps down <laughs> on him again and again. <laughs> And it is sort of like, this is just sort of like two drunk dudes fighting. Like, yeah. Uh, tell me, tell me at some point, uh, Frankenstein gives him a two handed back chop. I think, oh, yeah. I think that's in, I think that might be the poster image of it. Hell like it's yeah. like his hands are together. Yeah. The I axe so. punch. Right. That was, that was the, that was the fucking finishing move of the sixties until 1969. <laughs> oh punch, yeah. Punching somebody with both your hands what, together. Man, man, your back if the Batman finish. remembered to do that, you were fucked. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I think, geez, see, this is so tough. This is the true. thing. I think we got to, I think we got to take the thing out of there. It's too hard to fight. Yep. It's it's gonna be everywhere. It's gonna be totally in Wales. <laughs> it's gonna be in a football team. Yeah, I, I like the Wolfman. We know the wolf. My favorite Wolfman. I'm gonna say <laughs> Tuesdays on ABC. My favorite Wolfman <laughs> uh, is American Werewolf in London. Wolfman. Oh, sure. that's a great Wolfman. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, also, the Howling. Good Wolfman. Howling's very good. Very scary. Scary Wolfman. Same guy who directed Gremlins. Isn't that wasn't that wild? Joe Dante, right? Yeah. It, yeah. Joe Dante. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I would. I would also say I don't know if you've ever seen Dog Soldiers. Those are yes. pretty good werewolves. Great werewolves. Mm. Um, there still hasn't truly been like a a good good werewolf movie. There it have really been really good out. vampire mm-hmm. movies. Mm-hmm. I was a werewolf kid, so I was always rooting for. I was always Same. rooting for the Wolfman. Uh, yeah, I love a Wolfman. I was Wolfman for like three Halloweens. Did Same. you ever play? Um, uh, the answer to this is no, I know already, but I'm going to ask both of you, did you ever play <laughs> uh, World of Darkness, Vampire, The Masquerade? Oh, of course. <laughs> My man. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Suck it, Sam. Nobody's ever said yes before. <laughs> what, what is it, a board game, you nerds? It's D&D, no. <laughs> but for, you're vampires. Mm. Yeah. That sounds I, fun. 
I never owned it, but I had friends mm-hmm. who played it, and I really was just in it for occasional werewolf use. You know what I mean? Like, sure, sure, so, sure, sure. Yeah, I, I was into it because of the art. I bought the Werewolf the Apocalypse book. I wanted to play Werewolf so badly. I have a box full of the Rage cards still. still. They're incredible. I, I think I might all this is the rage cards is striking a note with me. I, I'm pretty sure I also had, they these. were like the magic version of that. Yes. Universe. Yeah. Wow. Um, all right. Uh, Sam, you're giving me the, you guys break it up. Yeah. Eyes. No more nerd talk. So I think the question is who is the werewolf? I like the werewolf versus honestly alien. That's what I was thinking for this matchup, but I would also take werewolf versus geez. Is the terminator a middleweight? I think that I would put the Terminator at middleweight. I would. I mean, obviously, Predator is also at middleweight in there. Mm-hmm. Hey, I love Predator versus Werewolf. I think that's a good one. That's fun. I like Predator versus Werewolf in yeah. the deep in the deep forest in the jungles of Peru. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. All right. So the question before us is: Who would win in a fight between a werewolf? And the Predator. Mm-hmm. This is what this podcast was made for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, this is the happiest I've been since March. So this is great. It's it's uh, oddly infectious once it gets going. <laughs> and, and I and I think we should we should pick a more modern Wolfman. That's who st- stands up to the sure. Predator. Yeah, it can't be an old timey Wolfman. That's too um, close to man. Would we put like a bloody roar werewolf in the mix, or yeah! like? Or like uh, a, a dark stalkers werewolf in the mix. You, know? you have to you have to tell me what those are, but I do. I I also think that's good. <laughs> both video games, both great video game werewolves. Yeah, fighting fighting monster video games. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking. Uh, I'm thinking just your all purpose werewolf. I think the closest I can get would be. Did you guys see Van Helsing? Yeah, yeah. that's probably that's probably our like modern idea of how. Yeah, yeah that's good. That's good. Did you see that, Sam? Yeah, totally. <laughs> you say it so matter of fact. Yeah, of course I did. <laughs> yeah, guys, I also have a bunch of cards in the attic. <laughs> <laughs> They're not in the attic. They're right here. <laughs> I give I them was, to women at bars. <laughs> I was tasting them. Um, uh, yeah, I think that's the closest. We, I, I like that. That's your. That's a battle werewolf. Yes. Yeah. Or, or we could go maybe the best werewolf movie to date, uh, Jack Nicholson from Wolf. Oh my God! Versus the Predator. The disappointment as a child of renting that <laughs> film. Like, oh, this is about middle age. This is about yeah. This is reaching your prime in your middle age. Got it. This is more of a psycho, uh, a, a, psych, a, psych, a, uh, a journey into the psyche of a werewolf. Yes. But no, I like I like Van Helsing werewolf uh, versus Predator. I think that's a great matchup. Sure. So I think cool. I think strengths are obvious. You know, these are right. both savage beasts, uh, prime uh, apex predators. Mm-hmm. You know what the what the mm-hmm. what the what the werewolf has in supernatural enhanced abilities mm-hmm. the predator has in cybernetically enhanced abilities this is a i mean this is a clash for the ages yeah for sure uh i think a big weakness off the bat for the werewolf is sometimes it's a man very Pred- good, predators very never important. like yeah predators never like and in the daytime i'm kevin <laughs> right although that'd be a better movie <laughs> i was a teenage predator no way no, no, no. oh no <laughs> Not like that. Fail, fail, <laughs> fail. Yeah. Uh, fix it, fix it. Yeah, like a, like somebody who turns into the on the weekends, they become like a cosmic skull hunter once a month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. I think. I mean, 
Here's what we know. We know that a man has defeated a predator before. Sure. So it's a not, couple of times. It's, yeah, it's it's not a, an outright unfair match. It is a, it is disadvantage werewolf in that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, I mean, if you if you're taking a werewolf to be the most the peak, the most cunning human, the peak of all human abilities, the peak of all wolf abilities. Yeah. This this predator, this apex predator. I think it stands as good a chance, if not more, than any Schwarzenegger or uh, oh, or sure. uh, Glover out there. You know. Also, disadvantage on the Predator's side is the Predator doesn't know our cultural understandings of it's our not, monsters. It's not. Absolutely. You know? And so the the ultimate weakness for the werewolf, obviously, Silver, I don't think the Predator knows that. No. He'd have to find yeah. some. He'd have to. <laughs> he would have to smelt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or... Uh, yeah, no, he would have to somehow find out about Silver. It would, the, the happenstance of there being like a Coors billboard that spells <laughs> out the, the the cultural significance of Silver to werewolves is so slim that I don't... What's I the, think, the Coors billboard that's like, we get the term Silver Bullet from werewolf fighting. <laughs> <laughs> and a guy, a guy driving like, pull over, hang on. I want to read this. I've always wondered. Um... So I, I, I don't know. I could see the I could see the predator blowing him apart with some fancy predator, some fancy spice gadget. For sure, uh, that's my dad talking. My dad hates predators. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the werewolf just crawls back together because it's a full moon, and it also doesn't know that it's going to turn back into a man or a woman at some point. Right. Which also, yeah, that's like in terms of tracking it. Like all of a sudden, this thing just looks completely different. It makes me think. Have you guys ever seen Monster Squad? Hell yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's that that they learn in in a very tough way. You can't just blow up a werewolf; it'll yeah. it'll suck back together again. And I do think that would be the case for this one. So yeah. I also imagine the predator would be like, "Huh? Like I've never yeah. seen that happen before." You know? Sure. But that, and then it might learn from that. Then it might that might be enough for the predator to be like, "This is something else." Yeah. Yeah. And then start learning. And then I could see like the predator like hacking into neural nets. This would be a cool oh, scene, you know? Yeah. Scanning pop culture. Maybe he gets like a fun little. Remember, uh, remember uh, the uh, predators, flight of the, of the navigator. A little Paul yes. Rubens voice box. Yep, for sure. <laughs> now you I, see me. Now you I like know. I like picturing the predator just hunched over a TV, like a TV with a notepad, watching Teen Wolf. <laughs> like, Basketball. <laughs> it made him cooler. Let's see. Yeah. He was an outcast, but they respected him for it. <laughs> There was a um, naked person in that basketball scene. Holy <laughs> shit. This yeah. is a guy hanging dong. This is maybe the third time this has come up this week. I don't, <laughs> I shit you not. Organically. <laughs> that is crazy. Wow. Hilarious. Um, okay. Uh, boy, I, uh, Sam, do you have a gut on it? Okay, I do. I have a gut feeling. I'll, I'll cast my vote. T- tell me, I tell think, me and tell me why, because I'm on the fence here. Uh, I think... Simply because sometimes it has to become day. <laughs> the predator wins. The predator was never well, going to be as vulnerable as the wolfman is when it is daytime. Because it's sometimes because it's just a fella worried about what. That's real. To that's his really it. And yeah. and I and I think like like the the wolfman and I'm a wolfman head. You know. Yeah. Uh, head. I like I like the wolfman as much as anybody. I, he does not have, uh, I think there's something to be said for like the technology and like the, 
like not having armor versus having armor mm. is probably it feels like a big deal to me. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I just think the predator is like more intimidating, and it's a trained fighter. The werewolf it's isn't a, a fighter. The werewolf is a pre- is a the werewolf is more predator. <laughs> more importantly, a trained hunter knows how yeah. to deal yeah, yeah, with yeah. dangerous animals. So I, my gut my gut says predator, I, and, and I gotta go predator. I do like. I mean, it's a it's a very salient point that some like the werewolf is not. At some point, if this fight goes long enough, if these are the match that we think they're going to be, that werewolf is going to have to go make her kids breakfast, you know? (laughs) She's going to turn back into Karen. They're like, what am I doing out in the woods again? (laughs) Oh, no, I've killed again. (laughs) Yeah, I – here's my – here's my take on what I think would happen in terms of this fight. Go on. I think it's close. I think it goes all night. The fight goes all night. Dawn mm-hmm. happens. Werewolf turns into a human being and then is like, finally, I found something that can kill me. I'm pulling oh. out of my misery. Is killed, accepts wow. it. Predator is on the spaceship home, passes our moon, turns into a were predator. <laughs> that rules and I love that. <laughs> That's just my guess. That's just my guess. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, guess what? You guessed right. <laughs> because that is absolutely what happens. I don't know if that – so the Predator wins. Yes, but at what cost? You at know? what cost? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, you know what? Ding, ding, ding. Predator wins, but, you know, the, the werewolf curse lives on. I in, in my head, the scenario Andrew laid out is what happens. That's, that's the great – that's the best thing that we've said today. Those are the best fights too, the ones where it's like, oh, we have a winner, but stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Stay tuned for uh, Predator Wolf. <laughs> where deter? I don't know. Wow. What is it? No, well, how do you mash hard. it up? Where pred- predator? Uh, I like predator wolf. Although that, I don't know. It's hard when you combine predator with anything else. Mm-hmm. It just highlights our conception of the word predator and not the monster. Sure, <laughs> like, sure, oh, sure. God. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, uh, there you have it. Middleweight champ, the predator. Uh, all right, heavyweight monsters. The the big ones. The yes. big crushers. Um, I'm going to throw her out there right away at a sheer size. She wouldn't be, uh, in here other than that, because pretty lightweight ass culturally, the 50 foot woman, she attacks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, certainly like so few people have seen the movie, but most everyone understands the reference. So I do think there is like, or yeah. not most everyone. I don't know. People I sure me, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I do agree. Everyone knows that image of her, like holding a car, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. She's got the car. She's messing it up. She's scaring the people inside, giving them a fright. Uh, you got your King Kongs in here. You got your Godzilla. Yeah. You got your Godzilla. You got your Mothras. You got the whole Kaiju universe there. Mm -hmm. Um, you got the state puff marshmallow man. Great movie monster. Yeah, love the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, and it it is taking a corporeal form, so I would count it as a monster. Yeah, as would I. But I mean, I'm going to say right out of the gate, Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, not a very active fella. No, he's not going to be swinging many punches. No, something like Godzilla to toast that marshmallow right up. Yeah, he, it's more of a bull in a china shop thing. Like the the mm, sheer fact yeah. that he exists in a city means he's going to mm-hmm. create damage. But yeah, I wouldn't say he's a powerful contender. I think, well, what about, now we already had 
I guess we had a baby fight in the uh, <laughs> in the Patreon content. <laughs> That's on our OnlyFans. The baby <laughs> one. It's fine. Uh, fighting a captain. That's right. Uh, so I, I, there's the 50 foot baby from Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. Oh yeah. Um, I think any gigantic person is going to have an edge, but there's not a lot of. I mean, we could go. You know, a, a cyclops. Oh sure, Harryhausen style. Yeah, I was. I just watched. Uh, I just rewatched um, Clash of the Titans, the 1980 sure. version, which I hadn't seen since I was a kid, and I, and I loved. But yeah, but there, I mean, between the Kraken and the, the Giants, Kraken. yeah, there's a lot of great options in there. Uh, are zombies movie monsters? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I would say certainly. Okay, what about just zombies as a whole? Oh, the whole a whole mass of zombies. Oh, a mass yeah. of zombies. Because it's like if you stacked them all on top of each other. Right. That's a Godzilla amount of zombies. Kind of a World War Z of zombies meets sure. the fifty foot woman. That would be I mean, God help <laughs> us Godzilla. all if she gets infected, you know. That's exactly what would happen, then you got yeah. a fifty foot zombie. See, I think you can I think you can't it'd be hard to eat it'd be hard to bite Godzilla. And at the very least, like the oh. infection wouldn't like get to him right away. That's true. I, I think I, I think I could bite Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> then there's also there's also like undone n- by his hubris, <laughs> like giant sea monsters who. But that's like if you, if they're relegated to the sea, that's a challenge. You know. Yeah. I think we could probably no. We'd sort something out. I think the Kraken is is a good a good vibe. I mean, the Kraken could fight Godzilla. Right. The beast from Twenty Thousand Fathoms, which is the giant octopus, which is a challenge because they're so smart, you know. Sure, octopus is very, mm-hmm. very intelligent, especially if you're in, you know, what's that called? The ocean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is the shark from Jaws a movie monster? Oh yeah. yes, yeah, I would say so. I mean, like culturally, that's like a very heavyweight movie monster. Absolutely. This is a strange one, and this one, I, I'm not, I'm not advocating for a fight. I'm just like, well, I wonder how this would turn out. How? 2000 from 2000 space or how, interesting where it's like he this is a entity mm. that is monstrous because it has taken over a ship so you guys are getting into these kind of uh these kind of esoteric spaces i like this you know right. this is uh yeah. hal is a monster he's just a consciousness but yes he's a monster right uh, is the shark a monster i don't know i think it's just a big shark but boy it's a scary one mm-hmm. um this is tough I, yeah. I also think we can go heavier yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, What's the Meg? <laughs> the, Meg the Meg is, is a monster. A megalodon. The, the Meg is a monster. The, the Meg, Meg is a, sure. The Meg is a great big monster with zero cultural footprint. It's <laughs> a Meg fucking. That rocks. was. I think that's one of the strangest uh, monster movie going experiences I've ever had. It was a packed theater, and everyone was just silent the whole. It was as though we were all watching a concrete wall. Like no one <laughs> did or said anything and left, and we all forgot. <laughs> Well, that was the Meg. Yeah. Now let's never speak of it again. <laughs> know. Truly, that's how it felt. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, I, I, I to me, this is a bit of a, bore, a more boring choice, but like a Cloverfield monster sure. is definitely monster. I want to see a heavyweight. I want to see a big bruiser. I want to see a Godzilla versus someone, but that feels so vanilla. You know, we've know. seen Godzilla yeah. versus that, just that is about That everything. is the premise of Godzilla movies. <laughs> I will yeah. say, I will say that, uh, Jordan, we saw Godzilla King of Monsters True. together. True. I, I mean, I, I was most like pumped by Mothra, Same. but the problem with Mothra is in a fight is that like, due to a lot of, due to a lot of, um, 
maybe backwards notions about uh, a female sort of monster. Her only power exists in sacrificing herself and yeah, exploding yeah, yeah. into dust to make an ally stronger. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But something uh, like a giant bug, like maybe yeah. from the first, like a Muto from the first Godzilla movie, maybe. Oh, interesting. The Mutos. Yeah. What about that big? De- what about the big Tim Curry devil? <laughs> oh, is that like a movie from, monster from Legend? Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's just like a big. It's just a big entity. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I'm I, trying to I, think. Are we oh, are we just bumping up against? There's no one as big as Godzilla, so we may have to scale back down. Yeah, maybe. Well, let's let's scale it back. Who's the next biggest monster? I, so it's like so like King Kong territory is sure, a little yeah. more like King Kong and Mighty Joe Young territory. Okay. I mean, then you're then you're getting into all of the 1950s nuclear panic monsters like yeah. the Deadly Mantis, the the giant tarantula, now, those sort of things. If we were to scare it, if we were to scale it way back and say just above Wolfman versus Predator. Mhm. What about Frankenstein versus Sully from Monsters Inc? <laughs> <laughs> We fought Sully for Monsters. We have. I think oh, he won. He's a blue person. Who did yeah. he? Oh, blue person. Yeah, that's good. He was a blue person. I would say ball. here's here's a thought that I had in terms of uh, Frankenstein. Frankenstein versus like the Terminator also kind of feels like. Love I mean, it. they're they're two. Sort that's of, pretty cool. I like it, and I, I would like classify one. I would classify the Terminator as a monster. Yeah. Agreed. If, yeah. uh, if, if King Kong was like smaller, King Kong versus Frankenstein is a cool one. Well, there hey. is there is a king. There is a Godzilla versus Frankenstein, where Frankenstein grows huge. What? Or, or it might be King Kong versus Frankenstein. Let me just. Hey. I'm gonna look is this up real Kong fast. Boys, I'm here to tell you right now the uh, the island craves order. So if we put King Kong and Frankenstein on the island, they will be equalized. <laughs> That's true. Um, king Kong versus it's either or let's see Frankenstein versus Frankenstein. So my, so my man's. Punching big. It must be Godzilla. Hold on. <laughs> Frankenstein versus Godzilla. It's such a. <clears throat> it's such a bad idea for a movie. It's such sure. a fun thing to talk about, and it's the worst <laughs> idea for a movie. So this is. It's from a movie called Frankenstein Conquers the World. Yeah. <laughs> Why would Frankenstein want to conquer the world? Because <laughs> fire bad. It's Leave a. Him alone. It's a. It's a. Um, it's a Toho film. So it's a. It's a Godzilla sure. film. And um, this just the first sentence of the plot is wild. During World War II in Nazi Germany, Nazi officers confiscate the heart of Frankenstein's monster and Sweet. pass it on to the Imperial Japanese Navy, Perfect. who take it to Hiroshima for further Correct. experimentation. Wonderful. So, okay. So, cla- so mm-hmm. uh, atomic bomb hits the the heart um, mutates and evolves into a giant Frankenstein mm-hmm, that yeah. uh, fights. Oh, I guess it fights Baragon, which is a similar to Godzilla. So Frankenstein thing. hasn't actually fought Godzilla. That's true. Until tonight, guys. Guess what? Uh, I think we've got the title card for the heavyweight <laughs> bout. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, who would win in a fight between Frankenstein and Godzilla? And I think it is a bit of a Kong Skull Island. They are just on an island. Yes. I think they, I think they are on the island proper on Fight Island itself. They are brought to the island. Uh, I think they are normalized in size. I think they are both about, let's say, ten stories tall. Um, yep. We're talking. I think uh, 
you know, pretty traditional Godzilla, but I like to think of, I like the new Godzilla design. He's chubby. He's out for a uh, body positive, <laughs> a thick body monster, positive yeah. experience. I, think he's a I like a boy. thick monster. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, and Frankenstein wise, you know, call me crazy, but, uh, I think, um, I think my dude nailed it in, uh, oh, what's his name? What's the name of the guy? Oh, I can't remember. He's such a huge actor. My stupid bong riddle. The, Aaron, the Aaron Eckhart. Uh, no, who's that? Yeah. Hot Frankenstein. I Frankenstein. <laughs> uh, Robert uh, De Niro. Um, De Niro. I yeah. think De Niro nailed it. That's my Frankenstein. Oh, mm. wow. Yeah. Uh, like scar bald Frankenstein. Sure. I thought he was scary. Obviously yeah. that's not the one that's going to be in the fight, but I just wanted to mention. Uh, yeah. I appreciate that's, that's the Kenneth Branagh one, right? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I he's mean, a bit, he's a bit of an HBO presents Frankenstein. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, yeah, it's that movie is wild. Well, okay. I think like, so Karloff is the classic Frankenstein, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then, and then it's like Glenn strange who like replaced mm-hmm. Karloff just be, he was like a Western mm-hmm. stunt actor. So mm-hmm. it's like, he's more, he's like the more silent, non empathetic Frankenstein. Sure. Um, you know, who was a great Frankenstein? You mentioned it earlier. Monster squad. Oh yeah. Oh, a Tom Noonan is a great that. Frankenstein. The most Absolutely. pathos. Yeah. Sure. Also young Frankenstein Stein. Oh, that would be a fun fight. What fight a twist. Godzilla. Yeah, it's a good movie. <laughs> Putting on the Ritz, so to speak. Yeah. That I mean, that's um, you know, begging for a dance number duo. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I, um, I, I, th- I think we got to do, do uh, nuclear <laughs> nuclear experiment. Boris Karloff Frankenstein. Okay, original <laughs> Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's big this. and he's glowing. He's nuclear Frankenstein. Uh-huh. That's, right. yeah, okay. that's perfect. This makes sense. This makes sense. Okay. So uh, strengths and weaknesses, nuclear Frankenstein. Obviously, um, uh, strengths, super strength. He's, uh, I would imagine, have some uh, manipulation of electricity. I always imagine, when I imagine uh, Frankenstein fighting, he's kind of a Blanca, grab you and shock you yeah. with his lightning mm-hmm. powers vibe. Yeah. Uh, I think weaknesses, he's got, you know, he's got RoboCop syndrome. He's like, I had a family. Right. Yeah. Right. There's also, afraid distance. of fire. Godzilla breathes fire. Wow. God Didn't damn even it. think of that. <laughs> I mean, here's what, what's, what's peculiar to me about Frankenstein, right? Is that the whole vibe is that he's like the indestructible monster. And sure. yet, he seems quite destructible. So it's like, it, yeah. it draws yeah. up some questions. I mean, I certainly think like radioactive Frankenstein maybe has some added invulnerability. Mm-hmm. Um, and also the fact that if radiation can generate electricity, which brings him to life, then it's yeah. like, yeah. and they sort of, they sort of may go to special lengths to, um, to walk the line of like, uh, like Godzilla is nuclear powered, but it's also like this strange fifth element. It's not really fire. It's like right. he blasts lasers yeah. that can it's like fire. <laughs> that's make blue. Yeah. So I think it would hurt Frankenstein and I think it would definitely trigger his fire fear. But I do think that nu- <laughs> specifically atomic Frankenstein <laughs> has a certain degree of resistance to the same atomic energy that birthed him and mm-hmm. Godzilla. I mean, and also it, it, it's sort of a similar thing to um, it's sort of a similar thing to the last fight, which is that Frankenstein has the has a human brain. He mm. has the ability to learn and reason. Um, and Does Godzilla is a creature. Well, I think I think that in like um, Bride of Frankenstein, 
Frankenstein learns to speak and interact and he's able to be manipulative, which Mm -hmm. is, which to me means like if he can do that without radioactive or atomic uh, powers, then I suspect that maybe that kickstarts a bit of his mental capacity, but you know. Okay. You think that in addition to getting super size, he gets like a super, like a little smarter. Like I think he becomes Frankenbrain. Yeah. I like like this logic. I'm I'm totally in. He's like a, I think he has like the intelligence of like a, a 13 year old boy. I would say that. Okay. Can his voice be Tony Curtis? Yes. Tony Randall? Shit. Tony Randall. No, I got it. I got it. It's Tony, uh, it's Tony Randall's Tonys. voice, but he's got a 13-year-old brain, so he's just making memes. It's true. <laughs> and he signs his name Tony Curtis, because I can't put mixed up. Um, uh, yeah. I, I think, um, boy, see, the pro- the problem then is, like, I'm like, does, thank God, Zilla get? <laughs> does he get, get an extra advantage? Yeah. Does he get a, bo- a boost to his intelligence? Are these a couple of Tony Randalls talking back and forth on the field out there? Godzilla's pretty smart, I think. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think the advantage to Godzilla is he has more powers than Frankenstein does. He does. He ultimately, he's got claws. He's got, in the same way that like a skunk has powers, you know, he's got stink, he's got night walk or whatever. Right. Yeah. The right. most he's powerful thing, the most powerful thing we can all think of. <laughs> a skunk. Right. Yep. The classic. Talk about t- movie monsters. <laughs> the totem, the totem of power. <laughs> Um, Look, there's been skunks outside. I've got skunks (laughs) on the brain. Look, I killed a skunk. I need to unload some skunk meat. (laughs) I I didn't want him to be president. He was too powerful. (laughs) What we also know about Frankenstein is that Frankenstein is vindictive. Yeah, um, yes. and vengeance. That, yeah, and that Frankenstein goes after what you care about the most. And so I wonder if Frankenstein targets. I mean, I'm saying Frankenstein. We're, that's a cultural understanding. I know what the monster. Sure, but, sure. Um, Frankenstein targets like Godzilla's eggs, or yes, sure. maybe Godzilla or something. But that would just send, as we know, Godzilla into a blind rage and probably. Causing causing them to execute some sort of nuclear megaton meltdown situation, yeah, which is why I feel like I feel like Frankenstein might hurt Godzilla's heart the most, but <laughs> yeah. Godzilla went. Godzilla's the one walking off the island. You know? Yeah, I think you're right. I think the two are not disconnected. In fact, I think Frankenstein. I think the human part of Frankenstein can hurt. And yes, before anybody ats us, <laughs> fuck, fuck you, Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> uh, uh, I think the human part would have enough left to hurt Frankenstein in such a fashion that it would cause them to full on meltdown. And I think, I think I'm going Frankie. I think no, I think I'm going Godzilla. I was going Godzilla from Jump Street. Yeah. It's the it's the breath. It's the powers. Yeah, it's hard to you can't you can't overcome it. Also, really. I think there's also like a like a human dynamic. Like if they are around people. Godzilla sends people fleeing. Frankenstein's brain interprets that as the mob coming after him. Oh, he doesn't like he doesn't like people running at him. Yeah, that's a good ever, point. Did you guys oh, ever read sweet. Fable? Fables? Uh yeah the the like fairy tale creatures in yeah. New York City. Yeah yeah yeah. There's a great one. There was like a Halloween episode where because it's it's the main character is the big bad wolf, big right. wolf in man form, and in the 40s he was in. Uh, he was in the war and he has to go into like a Nazi laboratory where they've been doing like zombie experiments and he finds a Frankenstein's monster. And at the end he turns into a wolf and you're like, Oh, mm. this is Frankenstein versus the wolf. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> I love that. I, I really, I have, I've always hankered for a like 
um, monsters, monsters stop World War Two movie, you know? Sure. Um, but you know, did you, you see Overlord? Overlord have, fucking rules. I've I've been wanting to see that. I think that's Oh on my god, I liked it so much. I can't wait. It's it's like zombie demon Nazi. I'm not telling you okay. anything. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah go so go in good. with nothing. It rules. <laughs> I will. I will watch. It, it rules. Uh, what was the other one I watched recently that ruled? Oh, Blood Quantum. If you guys have Shutter. Oh, what's um, Blood Quantum? It's a zombie movie that takes place in Canada, where like the local uh, native tribe is immune to the virus, so they become oh. like the the like the place where people come for like rescue and then the, the tribal politics turn into this whole thing that's it's really incredible it's the first wow. thing it's the first thing to a fresh take on a zombie movie that i've seen in i would say 10 years it's oh incredible. wow i'll have to check that out i just cool. got shutter so i'm excited to see it totally cool so uh but i digress my vote is for godzilla i believe andrew yours is as well yeah godzilla sam I gotta go godzilla. yes yeah. the crowd thing yep unanimous yep. yeah Plus, Godzilla. fire bad, fire bad, <laughs> fire bad is kind of a lot of it. <laughs> that's and it, it's not just that he's vulnerable to fire; he's scared of it, which like that's a really that's a big yeah. problem. Fire bad, end of the day, fire bad, ding ding ding. <laughs> the end of the uh, day, Godzilla <laughs> takes it. Uh, Andrew, thank you so much for joining us. What a fun! What pod. a pleasure! Thanks so much for having me, guys. Absolutely. Where can people find you on the web? We already said, but say it yes. again. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram or Twitter at. At that's a jellyfish. I I did I did it wrong. I made it early, and I just <laughs> it too. should be my I'm, name. I'm Razor Lou, and uh, you know we just have to lean into it. Yeah. <laughs> this is the life we chose. And yeah, you can listen to uh, my podcast with Anna Dresden, uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Pod, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Absolutely, do all of that. Can confirm, uh, very very good content. Sam, how about you? Where who who are you? Who the hell are you? Who let you in <laughs> to this? Podcast? As always, uh, follow me on Twitter at vote Sam Wiles and follow the podcast uh, at Island Fights. Follow and send us emails, uh, rate and review the pod, subscribe to our Patreon. We put up a, a very fun episode today mm-hmm. uh, with uh, our pal Lou Wilson. We fought. People you meet on an airplane. Oh, so good. That's where the baby wow. fought a pilot. The baby oh, fought a pilot. That makes sense. And uh, it did and lose the pilot yeah. one, as I recall. So jump, jump on there, and we've got uh, extra content and stuff. So please do. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter if you have suggestions for the show. Please let us know, but you have to submit them in the form of a threat. I am uh, <laughs> Razor Lou on all of the stuff. Please check out my. Uh, Twitch stream. I'm Razor Lou over there, but I'm also at uh, twitch.tv forward slash better than heroes where I play Dungeons and Dragons on Monday nights. And it's a ton of fun. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much to our patrons. Uh, why don't you count us down, Sam? I think that's it. One, two, three. All right, break it up there for Fight Island. <laughs> Like a way to block shots, that's way to let my lyrics annoy. If you're holding 